Hello again, and welcome back to Round the Archives in Conversation. No Lisa today, so here's me, Andrew, hello. There's Paul, hello Paul. Hello. And there's Martin, hello Martin. Hello everyone. Now, we come to an important question. What have you been watching since we last spoke? <laughs> uh, Do you want to go first, Paul? No, oh, Martin. Well, well, uh, Martin, you've written notes, I hear, as though, as though you've well, you forgotten. Well, after a no, I... I I do. I I, I have a, a, a terrible thing. I because I, I, when I'm uh, working on uh, our my, my other uh, podcast projects, what I tend to find is the minute we've watched it and recorded the thing, it's like it all disappears from my mind completely. <laughs> and sometimes we can sit there on a weekend and we've watched three or four films, and I'm sat there thinking, what was the first film we watched? <laughs> um, so I, I did have to write a few down of things we've been watching recently, and uh, yeah, it's it's been quite fun. I, I feel, in, in some ways, I feel this is a good question to be asking because we're it was this, this is now episode eight, isn't it, of, mm. of these yes. little chats we've had? Well, hopefully, and, yes. Um, <laughs> what? Hopefully, it's eight episode weeks. eight, as long as it records. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I can't I can't remember whether we're, we're eight weeks or because we did skip a week, didn't we? So yeah, so it maybe nine weeks. Into, and you kind of think maybe we're we're sort of coming to some kind of conclusion you know maybe maybe we may not have many more of these because you know the world is starting to <laughs> unravel no uh, open itself up a bit and and maybe people won't have quite the same sort of uh, schedules so uh you know in in that sense talking about what we've been watching whilst we've been sort of locked away isn't isn't the worst topic to have really and a lot of people in the world generally or at least so we hear have been binge watching they've been binge watching all sorts of shows and and i find i don't know about you but i find that as a a person who talks about television in these kinds of forums these kind of places i've not really been doing as much of that (laughs) (laughs) and i just i just wondered really whether whether that was just me or um or whether you know that that's kind of it's it's because we do it anyway we just don't notice it as much I mean, my uh, my partner is uh, has uh, booked us uh, not booked us, bought us, ordered us, signed us up for uh, Netflix right. uh, around about uh, I can't remember whether it was last Christmas or the Christmas before. And but I find there's a lot less to watch on Netflix that I'm particularly bothered about. Uh, but um, but she does a lot of uh, comfort viewing, mm-hmm. for want of a better expression. So. Uh, she quite likes a cosy crime drama so for some reason we watched all of um, Death in Paradise this year you know yeah now whether or not you think it's a good show or a bad show is, is kind of you know it, it's it kind of fitted a purpose in the same way that Murder She Wrote sort of fitted well, well I forgot the name of it this morning because because I referred to it as Crime Island Crime <laughs> Island which I thought well, was a good show. name <laughs> and, and if it's not been done why ever not <laughs> Well, there's a very good, uh, there's a very good spoof or um, short or spontaneous uh, version of uh, W1A. I don't know if you've seen that doing the rounds the last sort of twenty four hours or so, with the the cast of W1A talking about whether or not the BBC should just repeat twenty twelve <laughs> and just repeat everything the entire year. Uh, well, I and think I'm so. kind of sat there thinking, well, I could think of good years you could pick. Well, some, didn't somebody suggest nineteen seventy six? <laughs> and I, I would have been very up for that. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. yeah. Although, they had tapes of the entire year. Although there would be gaps, of course, as not everything from '76 exists. <laughs> no, yes, I think top of the pop, a lot of top of the pops is missing from around then. I think, or unbroadcastable. <laughs> well, that's a different match altogether. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe we'd, we'd, we'd all like to put that particular thought back in its box. Wouldn't we? <laughs> but what about you, Paul? What have you been uh, casting your eye over? I have to be a little bit careful because I've been doing a lot of research for around the archives articles. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't, don't the, spoil the, those think, too much. No. No, I think there are a couple I can talk about because, um, um, well, one of them I, I 
I promised at the end of my Twilight Zone article. So I've been watching Night Gallery. And yeah, it's one of those series that I own all three seasons of, but I haven't necessarily sat and got all the all the way through it. Not not relatively, not sort of recently. Um, and also when it was first shown, um, or when no, when it when I first saw it in the late eighties, it was shown late at night and chopped into little segments and not necessarily the whole episode so some of them I'm seeing for the first time some of them I'm seeing for the first time in their right context but wow. um, but I've also um, I've also been watching Dynasty uh, which I've owned for well at least half of it for quite a while but got put off after the, watching the first season because I didn't well I know it's not meant to be the most Dynasty type season of dynasty if you know what i mean uh-huh. um and um but but uh yeah i thought well I'll, I'll continue and 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 now it's yeah now it's kind of getting into fights in lily, pond, lily ponds and um people putting poisonous paint um on the walls of of competitors rooms and stuff so that they get <laughs> lead poisoning and really cr- and crazy things like that and i'm coming up to Sort of like, oh, well, there's been burning cabin. People being trapped in burning cabins, and I'm not that far from the the big massacre and all that sort of thing. Which is what I want. What I, what I <laughs> for wanted mo- to watch Dynasty for. For a moment there, Paul, I thought you said fights in Lilliput, and I, I'm just, just imagining about like, a giant JR or something, you know, sort of kicking over the tiny oil rigs. <laughs> the, the problem yeah, might probably, just work. Yeah, <laughs> there probably is a Lilliputian version of Dynasty somewhere. <laughs> oh, Lego Dynasty. Ooh. <laughs> um, and otherwise, I've been watching the new Blu-ray of season 14 of Doctor Who. Um, although, I, I, I sort of try and find... I find it very difficult just to sit and watch, because I know the story so well. I find it quite difficult just to kind of say, right, I'm just going to watch it. Because um, so, I, I look around my room and there's so many things I haven't seen once yet that mm. that I feel I have to kind of find a new way of re- re-watching my favourites so um, so yeah I sort of perhaps I listen with a listen to a commentary or listen to with, with the info stuff on the screen or um, or you know there are obviously there are new documentaries and new bits and pieces that were on the previous DVD version so um, yes yeah, so I've been I've been watching that um, and, and films, uh, but yeah, as I say, I have been doing quite a lot of preparation for articles that I have recorded but can't talk, can't <laughs> tell you about at the Ooh, moment. Spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Martin. I mean, obviously, you, you've by sort of nature of your, the podcast you're now involved with, have been watching mm. a lot of drama, and yes. some of it fairly heavy, I think, um, fairly sort of uh, ser- yes. fairly serious stuff. Um, yes. So, in your sort of off time, do you tend to go for lighter stuff just to yes. have a break <laughs> from this? Or but yes, I have been watching lots of serious drama. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm going to be talking about that tomorrow. Actually, weirdly, um, uh, how um, far without telling, without saying what series you're talking about, how how far ahead are you recording? So um, what, letter you, what letter have you got up to? We've got we've got a we've got a buffer zone of about four episodes, but as though fortnightly, it's um, yeah. they're kind of um, sitting along the. Uh, so we're we're just about to do letter K, um, mm-hmm. uh, whereas I think we've just released letter F, and we're about to release letter G. So mm-hmm. um, you know, it's uh, um, uh-huh. and, and we we made a kind of a kind of a slight detour into something a bit more. Um, Mainstream uh, mm. on the last one, but I think I think now we're going to go back into something an, an area which is uh, I actually think we're going to have a more sort of wild conversation about. Mm. Are, are you have a que- this is a question that that uh, that I have wondered from the start. Uh, have you have you once you get once you've done A to Z, are, then are you going to go back? Have you not even thought that far? Um. The, the, well, uh, uh, Andy refers to season two occasionally. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about an alphabet is you can do another alphabet. Yeah. It'll. it'll, it'll yeah. Uh, the, the problem really with the alphabet system is you suddenly think of six things you'd like to do with a particular letter, mm. and um, and 
then you can't you can only do one of them <laughs> yeah, yeah and then you've got to wait a year before you can do the next one you know, so. yeah so of course doing it fortnightly you kind of that kind of rough that sort of almost fit that sort of fits really you're doing a season one season two uh, i haven't thought about that you see <laughs> it's always good to look it's always good to look ahead yeah, no. Um, so yeah, it's 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 kind of it's it's kind of an interesting thing. I mean, basically, we're at the moment we're we're looking at several uh, Dennis Potters, uh, mm. and Dennis Potter has has lot has lots to say about Dennis Potter. I'm now scrambling around trying to think of any of them, mm. the things I'm going to say when we record that one. But um, you know, yeah, um, yeah. I I, I was uh, um, wondering whether I'm allowed to I'm allowed to say. Uh, ha, ha, have we started talking about what the next Found the Archives um, edition involves? What number forty-nine? Yes, yeah, series-wise, have, have we? Have we? Um, I, think, I imagine I we it, must be almost about to because yeah, we're it, it, only it, days from June. Yeah, I mean, I, I've done a cover for it, so I, I know what's in it. Yes, or, or yeah. at least I know the bulk of what's in it. I'm sure there'll be other things we don't know and anything about but I uh, wonder if I'm allowed to say what I've uh, <laughs> I'm sure you can yeah I mean well I mean it's all it's all part of the publicity machine yeah, all yeah. And done. well next next uh, next episode I'm, I'm talking about around the archives no <laughs> see I can't get my teeth in um, <laughs> next episode around the archives I'm talking about Tales the unexpected Right. And uh, well, I could just be talking about round the archives on round the archives. Yeah. Ah. Uh, we, we did that. On, we did that on the Shy Life podcast recently. We talked about mm-hmm. the Shy Life podcast. Um, but no. Uh, um, uh, so it's, yeah. So I'm doing tales with Nick, and I must have recorded that quite a few weeks ago now, and and I've it kind of triggered me into not going right back to the start and watching episode one, but going back to about episode, about season three. Yes. Um, and watching from that point where, because I recognise, I, I think when I have watched Tales, Tales I, I probably have watched mm. uh, favourites either of, because I do tend to watch them when I go and see Nick. Right. Um, and, um, so the, and they're also, the World Dark ones are very famous anyway yeah. from, you know, if you've read them. Uh, so, so I'm trying to. I've been watching ones that uh, um, I hadn't seen before, no. um, and watching those in season. So I'm still mm. sort of coming towards the end of mm. of those. Um, you see, I've not I've not cracked my uh, box set yet. I I I bought one of the, the slimline box set from a supermarket a couple of mm. years ago. Probably what and, I've uh, And because apparently there's one that has like 20 discs, and there's one that has about 10 discs. Okay. And I've got the ten disc version, which which I think has. When I looked at the content, I thought, well, it's got all the ones I remember. Mm. And then I try and work out, well, what are all the ones I don't remember, and when were they on, and, yeah. and you know, and and so I don't actually really, I don't know enough about the background because I'm not researching anything. Mm. Uh, I, I don't really know enough about the background of um, of Tales of the Unexpected in the sense I remember it being on when I was watching it on TV, and I remember you know the 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 I mean the the honey. Uh, the, uh, the the, the, the B uh, one, yeah, the B one, and I remember other ones being on TV at the time. Mm. But uh, the extended set, which has, however, I mean, it's about hundred episodes in it or something, isn't it? I don't know whether that yeah. was partially an American series, partially a British version. Well, um, there, there is. Um, oh, I think with the talking about the American tales, I think that's right. that's a that's a question that still remains because. Nick was saying he would love to know what these American ones, where they come from, what the background is. Right. Why, why they, it, it, it doesn't. It goes back to that thing we said about some series being so well documented, and some there being mm. so many questions. Because that's, that's the thing. A lot of us Doctor Who fans who expect to know, you know, we expect there to be lots of detail. Are fans mm. of lots of lots of other series, and and with those series, we find that yeah. there just isn't the, the the information out there, or no one's written mm. that book, or. Um, yeah. As I think we said before, maybe we should write the book, but you know, we haven't all got, got so many other things to get to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, I mean, I've got the uh, set of the Channel 4 version of Black Mirror, mm. but I, I've not really followed up on the new Black Mirror, you know. Mm. Mm. You see what I mean? The last few seasons have been on, on Netflix as well. Yes, that's what I mean. So, yeah. I think so I've not. To date. Mm. So, it's, but that's again, it's another one of those series that was partially done on one thing, and then will be done on something else, and mm. and we'll never really know. 
they, 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 when they do come out, they don't come out in you know swathes of them like no. a season of Twilight Zone or something. Like no, I just mean in sort of thirty years' time, people mm. are going to be going. Uh, why are some of these not on my set? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's kind of weird actually. If you buy if you buy film, you know, uh, it's like the the uh, the Hitchcock movies. How some of them don't come in the in the in the complete Hitchcock or whatever they call them sets mm. because they're owned by completely different um, studios. Yeah, yeah. So you want to track down something like to catch a thief, you have to buy it separately. You can't buy it at the same time. You know. Yeah, so so it, it's all it's all very peculiar like that, and we would we were just actually get, getting into the area of film, weren't yeah. we? Which was, which was kind of which I know is it kind of outside our brief slightly, but uh, it is it is fascinating to me that uh, that that like I say certain uh, certain parts of TV shows because they were made by other people were, can can belong to other people, so sometimes you can't get complete sets of things in one box anymore, you know. Uh, and this is what happened with Hitchcock, but it also happens with um, uh, things like Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is one of the shows we have been binge watching. Uh, certain the, the later seasons were made by a completely different studio. You know, sometimes these these programs they get cancelled, but another studio goes actually, or another uh, network decides they want to carry them on. But sometimes in in about ten years' time, the rights issues will be a nightmare. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know quite. What happened? I guess, I guess, with with Get Smart, uh, it's such an old series that maybe because mm. the last season was on a different channel, and mm. um, but but the only time I've known it available for sale, it it, it was all together. So obviously something's mm. been sorted out a lot uh, with, with that. But then it's such an old show. But wasn't wasn't there something about that with the Bionic series as well? Didn't didn't they sort of hop channels or something for the final year or something? I can't yeah. remember. But again, I suppose, like you say, I mean, it could well be that the the, I mean, for something like Brooklyn, it's probably because the, the studios are the same, the sets are the same, the actors are the same. So maybe it's actually, uh, you know, the production company are the same. So maybe the ownership rights don't get that complicated. Is it? But um, but there have been shows that have, that have jumped to networks. I mean, even uh, even over here, we've got things like Men Behaving Badly, haven't we? Where the first two seasons are on ITV and then the rest of it's on BBC and all this sort of strange and peculiar thing which of course ties in nicely with what I have been researching in the sense of, of the final Dennis Potter uh, two series being ma- made by the BBC and Channel 4 for for repeating on the opposite channels you know, it was that was a very strange setup but uh, <laughs> but now they all end up on uh, uh, all four anyway so uh, which is useful for, for people who want to watch them but uh, you know. I mean, I would say we're not in a hurry to go searching for the mythical fourth series of Mind Your Language. <laughs> <laughs> because we've got the first three seasons, but the fourth season w- was done sort of almost independently. I think Albert Moses was involved with producing it or something like that. And there's a, there's right. a couple of the original cast, but, but not many. But I know Mind Your Language hasn't maybe got the best sort of reputation, but we're we're quite fond of it because... As we've said in our article, we like spending time with those characters. They're, they're, they're nice mm-hmm. people, but yeah, the fourth the fourth series is 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 not got a good reputation at all. So, and th- there's rumours it might even be missing. So, <laughs> yeah, but it always amazes me though that the um, the actors who were in, you know, the the the, the actors from from different uh, cultures, different backgrounds who were in a series like that. Uh, when you start watching a lot of seventies and eighties TV, how many of them pop up in serious roles? Oh yes, and it, yeah, and it just sort of throws you completely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you're so used. To, I mean, they um, oh, what's his name, Deepak uh, from uh, it ain't Arf Hotman. Can't remember his can't remember his name off the top, of it, but he he sort of turned up in a, a Hazel episode I was watching, things like yeah. that. You know, and you just think, oh right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Fascinating to me also how how many of the crime dramas of the seventies were obsessing about immigration even then you know mm. it seems to have been sort of weaved through our culture for the last thirty odd years forty odd years. But in terms of comfort viewing, Martin, I I I, I noticed mm. a, a few days ago uh, you'd return to some old Doctor Who favourites, hadn't you? 
I, I did actually. I've, I've, it's a very long time because I'm probably over filling. Paul was saying that you've been watching the um, the new box set, mm. uh, and whilst I have finally cracked the cellophane on that, it was only to watch the Elizabeth Sladen uh, documentary. Uh, I've not actually watched anything else on the set at all. <laughs> And there's a couple of the early ones. I'm still waiting to tell what the next one is, but I don't think we'll ever find that out these days. It's uh, it's kind of. But well, if you find out, let me I'll know. Put, I'll, put a, I'll put a pound on season twenty, but I, I might be completely wrong. Uh, but okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But no, I. Sorry. Well, I, no, I was going to say I've got. I've, I had a feeling about season season eleven as well, only because there seems to be a lot of stuff popping up and 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 mocked up covers of season season eleven. No. Um, but season twenty would be another obvious possible possibility. So either either of those two, I, mean, I think it, yeah. it's kind of it's either going up from what's already out or filling a gap, isn't it? It's eleven's uh, a know, good. You've got a ten. You've got twelve. A good call, but you've still got the invasion of the dinosaurs part one problem, haven't you? So I yeah, don't know whether the colour recovery stands a better chance these days, but they were having trouble and, and they might want they to having do trouble new with the, CGI with the blues as well. or something, weren't they? It's mm. not quite worked. Or some such, mm-hmm. but Martin, you were doing what? Claws of Axos. I no, I started weirdly enough with uh, Sunmakers. Sun I, I just right. had, I'd had. I don't know whether it was because of the political climate at the moment, but I really, really, really had this year. I've had a yen for about sort of like three or four weeks, which again, I, I, it's so long since I just sat down and watched an old Doctor Who story for various reasons, because lots to like, uh, like Paul was saying, you've got so much else you want to watch and so much you've got to research and everything like that. To actually just sit down and watch an old Doctor Who is, is, is something I've not done for quite some time. And then last week I watched three of them. <laughs> Working backwards, weirdly, I, worked, I went through Sunmakers, uh, which I, because I, I wanted I, I, political satire, it felt it felt appropriate at the time <laughs> and still does, weird. Not that I particularly want people to start throwing people off buildings or anything, but but <laughs> but uh, I just said oh, I, I, one evening I, I don't often get access to the um, uh, the main TV and 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 watch something archivey, you know, for various reasons. Uh, but uh, I just sort of said, oh, I really fancy watching one, so I was allowed to watch. <laughs> so I got one of my DVDs out and watched that, and we were surprised how violent the Sunmakers actually is in terms of. You know all the cheering when people get thrown off buildings and things. It's a bit, oh, actually, I'd forgotten that. I'd forgotten quite how gleeful they were. And I know you, you the, 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 in terms of the storyline, it kind of makes sense because they've been oppressed by this plot. But you still think it's it feels slightly wonky in terms of the philosophy of the show. Weirdly, absolutely, the bang on smack in the middle Tom Baker story. It's. Everything before, you know, his first half, everything after his second half, and it's the one that's slot bang in the middle. Don't know why it's why I picked it, but that it's was interesting. And because it's also oh. the, the, the crossover between Bob Holmes and Anthony Reed, isn't it? Mm. So yeah. yeah. I mean you've you, obviously you've got you're into I mean Graham Williams and Albert's it's his fourth, isn't yeah. it? But uh, but it's kind of it's it's absolutely that first season of Graham Williams and uh, obviously he has three, uh, Philip Hinchcliffe has three ish. And um, you've got the one of John Nathan Turner, so so of seven, you know, it's it's that's that's the halfway point. You know, also, weirdly, if uh, new Doctor Who and or if you consider them work starting from the same year, I know they didn't, but we'd be about at that point now. Good grief! We'd <laughs> be about midway through the fifth, year fifteen, you know. Which always bamboozles me that you know, that uh, children when I was watching Tom Baker. People who are now watching uh, Jodie would their 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 experience of William Hart sorry their experience of Christopher Eccleston would be equivalent to my experience of William Hartnell except we never expected to ever see any of those shows. <laughs> so so weirdly then uh, because of a conversation I had with our uh, dear friend Simon of the Exton experiment who was who had done the same thing but decided to watch Claws of Access. I had a bit of an online natter with him about Claws of Access. So I got Claws of Access out because I suddenly really fancied it. Has that, that wonderful John Pertwee not sticking around too long, absolutely prime Pertwee, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claws of Access is almost the, the sort of quintessential Pertwee story in my mind, you know, and doesn't outstay its welcome and isn't padded. You know, it, it fits nicely into those four episodes. So I quite enjoy that, and then 
because of that, I, I suddenly had a yen to watch the Crotons again. <laughs> now, I know a lot of a lot of people think oh, Crotons, you know, but I actually really like the Crotons. I really think it's a great little story. I mean, it's got Bob Holmes, so, you know, it actually matches with the Sunmakers quite well. But also, um, it's just, it's that, it's that first time thing. That was the first, because of the Five Faces series, that was the first time I saw proper Patrick Troughton. And I love it. Stung silence, what he likes the growth. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think that was my first Patrick Troughton as well. Because of it, uh, the repeat in 1980. 81. Yeah, it would have been for me as well. Yeah, that's the thing. There's, there's, See, there's I, very I much a generation for whom that Five yeah. Faces season was a real eye-opener into the past of Doctor Who, I think. And uh, I think when they announced it, it was it, you almost wanted to weep. Because, I mean, for all of us who'd grown up sort of with just the um, things like the making of book, and the, and the monster book and and the uh, novelizations for that announcer to say oh and in and in November we are going to be showing uh, you know old Doctor Who episodes was kind of like mind boggling I mean I know you I, I know we've talked about this before that you went to conventions so maybe you saw uh, you know you'd seen episodes before what? but this for, for me literally was the first chance I ever when? got and it was it was astonishing well no the first convention i went to would have been in 1984 so um so much later yeah and even then the sort of video rooms didn't have access to a huge amount of stuff um because um it was very much you know what what the mates in that group had so i remember going to the leisure hive convention and watching like the sea devils and the mind robber and then coming back the next year right. and watching the Sea Devils and the Mind Robber again. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's the thing. Now, I, in my mind, these these conventions were always terribly official, and it was always, you know, the original film prints. It was always you were showing prestige. Oh no! So it wasn't like no, that. This, there was someone's this was, a, this video. was a portable telly and a video recorder. <coughs> it literally right. was. That does surprise me. That. There you go. Wow. Yeah, but, but th- th- this was an independent group. This wasn't a Duas convention. Mm. This was just mm. right, a, a group of fans who basically hired a hotel in mm. in Swindon, um, possibly a little before your time, Paul. I'm not sure. Did you, you, yeah. yeah, you didn't do the, uh, the, the the Swindon ones, did you? No. Um, the, my, although my earliest convention was '83, but that was. The long yeah. really so did, did you sit? Did you sit in the video room then and watch? No, I don't, because I was only ten, so I'm not sure I'd have been allowed to wander off into a big crowd by myself um, to 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 do that anyway. Because um, I think they showed the do- uh, the Dominators there. Um, yeah, I th- it was more <laughs> of an ex- that that was more of an exhibition to me than it was a, taking part in the. Uh, hmm. um, yeah, because I probably wasn't even ten; I was probably nine. So. Wow. Taking a, taking a young boy to show him the dominators at that age. <laughs> <laughs> be the same. But is, it, but is it true though, that there are certain sets of Doctor Who stories that you just fall back on? I mean, you've got the, you've got the whole range to choose from, but if you're asked to choose one in a hurry, does your hand automatically go to a small group of stories, do you think? Well, mine did. I I used to always default to Legopolis Castrovalva for some reason. For a very long time, they would be the two I would go to. I wanted to watch. Them. My other one was Deadly Assassin. Any particular reason? Or? No, I, I just I, I suppose I had fond memories of it. You know, and and again, it was that thing. You might have only had an hour and a half free. You know, I mean, the four four parties were always the ones I sort of defaulted to. You know, but. Uh, but I, I, they're the ones I, I always I always enjoy Deadly Assassin, you know. It's obviously that would get uh, Mary Whitehouse spinning. <laughs> but uh, no, I really did. I, 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 I always I enjoy that third episode, you know, all, all on film. Because I always um, I always think um, that Deadly Assassin Part Three has got a very nice parallel with um, the Invisible Enemy Part Three in the next season. <laughs> And you've got, you've right. got a single episode where the Doctor's in a in a very weird environment, but just for that episode. 
I, I, I just I must admit I'd never I'd never thought it's about just that. a nice it's weird parallel there that yeah, yeah the, the doctor's sent sent into another world basically just for just for that that part three Hmm. Just a that's a Bob and Dave, isn't it? Yeah, Bob Baker, Dave, Dave Martin. Yeah. So I've just realised that the three I watched last week were all Bobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob Baker and Bob Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. I just not made that connection. Wow. Yeah. I had made other connections, but we don't talk about it. So, <laughs> but then Paul, you you like a you like a, a good Bob as well, don't you? Because I know you're very fond of uh, uh, Seeds of Doom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think I also think I tend to if you're talking about ones you just go for I, I tend to go for I think it's just because of becoming a horror fan as well I tend to go for the ones with the that are the most scary as well because uh, I want I want that bit of you know that scary um, dose of scare so it's a Seas of Doom Image of the Fendals a big favourite because of the you know that that is almost that is a sort of horror film in its own right um, things like Earthshock, which hmm. the first episode is 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 so great for the, from, from that point of view, and I mean the whole the whole thing is is full of shock moments and jumps hmm. and scares and stuff. Hmm. Um, Do you think those those choices would change if if the entire catalogue was available, you know, including absolutely everything? Uh, uh, Do you think you would still go for the same ones? I think I would because I don't think that anything hmm. that's missing provides me with the. Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, although fine. Fury from the, Fury from the Deep, I, 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 if, if 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 there's lots of if the bits the tiny bits that exist, mm. uh, I, I you know like to think that there'd be other bits, but I, that are just as scary or more scary. Mm. But I don't know. No, it just fascinates me to think that that if if something like the Abominable Snowman turned up, and we'd all be totally excited because all all six episodes of the Abominable Snowman turn up. And then, would we actually get to the point where people are actually now bored of watching these moments? <laughs> you know, it be, it goes. You know, sort of people's sort of nature tends to go from oh, anticipation, anticipation. Oh, I've seen that. Uh, I'd want to watch something. And I just wonder, you know, whether whether that that excitement of still being able to watch uh, Tomb of the Cybermen, for example, is still there for people. Yeah, I don't know when I last watched Tomb, so I think that's passed for me. Um, not that I wouldn't like go back and watch it I just haven't in about 20 years probably yeah. well we we I grew up in an era where, where there were only five complete Troughton stories and then there were six mm. you know and and I know all the effort that's been put into the animations everything I still feel it's not quite the same you know mm. <laughs> you know I like them I enjoy them but you know in many ways it's not quite the same as the original turning up you know but um I just I just wonder whether you get a kind of there's a kind of fatigue from I mean like do people now go oh yeah enemy of the world see that <laughs> you know I, I mean I think I, I've said before that I, I don't get as excited by black and white stories but the the case when that w was the reverse was when um, Web, Web and uh, enemy of the world were found mm. and and I didn't have that good internet then but mm. um, I couldn't believe when I talked to people who said oh i'm waiting for the dvd uh like in two months time or something and i and i was sitting there try just trying to get one episode downloaded so i could watch it before <laughs> i went to bed because because you know they literally said oh it's on itunes now uh, and, and mm. that's the most exciting th you know, thing i can think of um mm. that was before the 50th anniversary so there was that moment where you know i, I couldn't i was like you what? You waited two months, but it's here now. <laughs> I can't believe you're waiting. What was th what was the one from? Is it Galaxy Four that turned up and didn't get released for mm. about three years or something? Uh, was it, was I think Galaxy Four came Galaxy out 4? fairly quickly because that's uh, that was on the Aztecs disc, wasn't it? I think it was oh, the okay. Underwater Don't Menace episode two, Menace. right? Because yeah, yeah mm. there, there was a lot of humming and hawing about whether to do a, a proper telly snap recon and and things mm. like that and uh, mm. yeah um yeah so yeah cer certainly that's one of the few episodes i can remember you know wondering when i was going to see it because of course tomb was really mm. rushed through wasn't it tomb was mm. such a sort of secret operation mm. that it, it and the extra it got master plan episode as well that would that sort of was quite quickly that was quite quick although i did actually see an unofficial copy first i'll admit that mm -hmm. um that that one did escape into the wild before mm. um mm. before it was officially out there 
but uh, mm. yeah. Okay. But in terms of other series, are there are there comfort episodes of other series that you you go back on? Because um, you know, I'm a big Dad's Army fan, and mm. I, I tend to I don't go for the obvious ones really with Dad's Army. I go for things like sort of A Wilson Manager, um, mm. which, which is quite a nice character one for Wilson because um, mm. I was I was like a good Wilson episode. Um, so, so what? I'm a bit, st- bit strange with Dad's Army. I, I, I mean, I, I have the not quite complete box set, whatever it's called mm. nowadays. <laughs> you know, the one with uh, that was out but had the audio but doesn't have the animation on it or something. Is that is that make sense? Yes. Was the one that they they re-released it with the animation? Yeah, could. and um, and I I kind of weird. I watched it all the way through when I got it, but I, it's not something I go and grab off the shelf. You know, I mean, it's one of the, the what. Dad's Army is one of those shows that if it happens to be on the television, mm. I will sit down and I'll get drawn into it, which happens to be a lot. But actually, I don't sort of necessarily just pop upstairs and grab it off the shelf. You know? I mean, certainly when it comes to something like Sapphire and Steel, um, mm. my hand is automatically drawn to Story 4. It just is. because okay. it, it is, I think, partially that four-part thing as well that you said. Mm. Um, mm. That, you know, good, good as you know, many of the other stories are, um, mm. I, I think story four is like concentrated sapphire and steel, you know. Sort of a- add water to taste, you know. It's, it's, it's mm. <laughs> you know. I well, I'm going to I'm going through a strange phase at the moment, simply because the um, uh, there's so much on the shelf that I haven't got round to watching mm. yet that I'd rather go and get something new off the shelf than than go through something that's you know kind of overly familiar, if you like. Really, I don't really have that sort of comfort thing going on. I do have it with movies to a certain extent but but not so much with television. I tend to think oh yeah I'd like to talk. So I might want to do an article for you so I'll go and grab it off the yeah. shelf. But I, I won't necessarily just sort of you know to entertain and, and sort of fill an evening. I don't generally just grab grab something off the shelf. I, oh. I think if, um, going back to Sapphire and Steel I think if you're going to plot the exciting bits of story four compared to story six which those are my two go-tos but I think I go to six more than four because I think as I say if you were plotting all the bits I love of story four tend to happen within the first two episodes and and then the last two episodes there are are moments but they're not quite the same moments that I like Mm. whereas of course you're you're building to a crescendo and you know in story six that is not going to end well Um, Mm. I think think that's just going back to my um, my dark side, really. <laughs> <laughs> my, lo- my love for horror and sad endings. And do you get a, do you get a, a sort of strange um, memory sort of messing around with you thing going on though with certain things like that? I mean, I have this thing where I think something's a four parter and it turns out to be a six parter, and sometimes the other way around. Some things I think was that that was six episodes turns out to be only four. Do you do you get that at all? I was, or is it just? I me? was quite good at remembering that sort of thing a because the making mm. of doctor who um you know gave, gave that listing of all the doctor who stories mm. and it used to say like six episodes in in brackets mm. but i also remember um, was it issue 50 of doctor who m- monthly there was a little mm. poster they gave away um with a complete list um, of the hartnell trout and pertwee baker stories oh, right. with 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 the stories and the n- a number of episodes in brackets so because mm. I sort of didn't have so much information, I just remember staring at that mm. and getting it that into my head. You know, almost mm. almost learning it as homework because because I, I felt okay. I ought to. So yeah. Mm. No, I, I, I just had a weird thing recently when we did Claudius that I I thought Claudius was ten and it was twelve, and I convinced myself it was only ten episodes. So when I you know, got the discs out, and I thought, oh, it was twelve of these. I'm going to have to find time to watch <laughs> but uh, in, in the same way with things like you know, GBH and stuff I, you know I thought it was six not seven um, you know and and it's and it's kind of weird that your memory um, I, I, it's edge of darkness you know again wasn't I thought it was a shorter serial than it turned out to be you know so it, it's just that thing you know again I know you know you do your research and you find out but it it just surprises me sometimes that that certain shows don't have as many of them as you thought there was even with things like star cops you know star cops should have been 10 it is only nine you know 
but for some reason, your your brain sort of mashes it up a bit. You know, you know, you know, with something like Blake Seven, it's thirteen, 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 thirteen. You know, but there, but for something like All Creatures Great and Small, oh, that season's got forty. I mean, we, and it throws. I mean, we, certainly, I think that that's true um, with with kids shows that you remember. Because yeah. they would just be repeated on a loop, wouldn't they? And then you, you, you well, like Bagpuss and, and Mr. Ben and things like that. Oh well, yes, yes. I mean that. that but that's I, I imagine that's a different kind of memory yeah. because of you being a lot younger and it's just they just seem like they were on all the time. I mean, I've been uh, for my sins. I I dug out the another early Tomorrow People this morning. Oh, blimey! <laughs> uh, I, I did the Medusa strain. This oh. Morning. Um, yeah, because I'd watched <laughs> this. Was it? Is it the Slaves of Jenica? We, we both watched ago. that around the same time, didn't yes. we? Yes. Yeah. In fact, I've so got the Tomorrow People episode guide in front of me because that, that, yeah, for the same reason I was going yeah. to. Um, the, uh, well, I don't want to just over say what you're, you might be about to say, but no, no, I just dug it out this morning, and again, it was it was kind of like that. Jedekiah had five episodes, which surprised me. Mm. Then yeah. this was four, and then there's another four, but quite a lot of the later ones. Are only two episodes, and you know, but I kind of think, oh, that's right. I mean, the one with the bubble skins, mm, I always think of as being a four-parter, and it isn't, you know. Yeah, because they sort of do in the first two seasons. There, there's a five and two fours, and then it goes to a four, and then three threes, and then three and mm. a four, and then twos, mm. and then it then virtually everything is two to the end except for the very final story I mean I'd, I know I know it's galloping inflation isn't it but <laughs> I, I do wonder sometimes whether you know it's the case of Roger Price going I can't be bothered is that as a director I'll just make it two that'll do but on the other hand I quite like those two parters the later ones mm. yeah. um, I mean Achi- Ach- well, again, Ach- Achilles t- heel I know is hilarious it really but for the right mm. reasons <laughs> but also in terms of those that storytelling that again when you think about modern Do- Doctor Who it, it now tells those stories in about the same running mm. time you know? mm. so it's kind of it, it's not it's not the worst thing to have a two part I, you always felt a bit short changed with something like Black Orchid you sort of feel oh I've just got into this and it's fin- it's over but actually sometimes it's a, the right length for a story <laughs> the story mm. has nothing else to tell you two parter is perfectly fine uh, and um, also, like um, Ace of Wands, did a lot of three-parters and, yes, of and four-parters. I don't think was there any, anything of. I don't think anything goes over four parts on Ace of Wands. Um, it's threes and fours, uh, and, yeah, and and one one two-parter. Yeah, I mean, I, I know when sort of people sort of react to Doctor Who stuff for the first time, they, they often say about six part of, well, that that should have been a four or that should have been a five. Mm. But I, I think if you talk to anybody sort of planning those seasons at the time, it's the case of you know mm. uh, we can only afford to do five stories, so how do you divide mm. up twenty six episodes? Yeah. You know, it is very much practicality. And you make the story last as long as it needs to. Um, not well. I I really like Invasion, mm. you know, which is eight parts. You know, I really like that story. I, d- I don't feel it. Out- I know some people think it's padded, but I really like the fact that you've you've engaged with the characters and you get to stay with them for a few weeks. You know, I like that aspect of the of the longer story what? that you you don't just introduce somebody. And then bump them off. It's, it's you know, interesting that the I, I think a lot of the the longer Doctor Who stories are actually supported by the fact you've got some damn good directors working on them. So, like, like mm. you've got Camfield on the Invasion, but he also does um, da- um, Dalek Master Plan, and even the, even the yes. War Games. Um, David Maloney, I think, really helps that story. You know, mm. to be to be ten parts because. I can keep the energy. Yeah, going. I can imagine yeah. under some other directors, it it would definitely outstay its welcome. But I, I don't mind the war mm-hmm. games at a ten parter at all. I know Terence Dix was always no. a bit down on it, but yeah, mm. I, I, I think it works. I, 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 again, it's it's a favourite, you know. But I mean, the sort of eight part, ten part trials seem seem to be perfectly acceptable to me. I mean, I, I war games when I had it on two videotapes was. In many ways, I, when I lived on my own, they were my, that was my bank holiday Monday viewing. <laughs> I, I would just, you know, that was it. I was, what are you going to do today? I know I'll watch uh, the war game. How do you feel about um, 
Pertwee's first season with those seven parters because some people again find them too long but certainly when it comes to something like the Solarians I, I think that 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 story occupies seven episodes very nicely oh yes absolutely yeah. I mean you, you can tell really because because the I, I you know it's it's a big relaunch isn't it New producer, new actor, you know, new new slot, new colour, all this kind of thing, and you think that they've really sort of you know they know where the money's going. They know they can only do four stories, and they make. I mean, what what would you have had? Six parts for Spearhead and six parts for the others. You know, how would you have redistributed that? I don't. I don't think Spearhead needs to be longer than four. Mm. But equally, I think when I sit and watch. The Silurians. I, I think it's it's absolutely spot on. I mean, you get that second story of the plague thing coming in from about episode five, don't you? Which which kind of gives the story a nudge and and, and carries it through to the end. You know? And Inferno keeps busy, and it's also uh, one of the one of the stories that gets most mentioned of, of his era. So mm-hmm. it can't be a failure. If, if, um, uh, I mean, if any of them feel flabby, it's ambassadors, isn't yeah. it? You know, mm-hmm. really, but. Uh, I mean, I'm, uh, maybe it's because we're not all as familiar with it because it was quite late released and you know was difficult to get hold of for a very long time. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it has its you know its its supporters. You know, but it, it's it's not one I would immediately go for. You know, but that's just me. But I actually found it quite. I mean, it's funny because I quite like a lot of gritty '70s you know crime thrillers, but for some reason, The Ambassadors it feels. Slightly out of place, but, but then um, recently, before when I was still commuting into work, I downloaded. Uh, well, I'd already downloaded quite a lot of, of, of Who to just just have on my phone, mm. but I I, um, I hadn't really. They were sitting there, and I hadn't really watched them for a while. But I got back into it, and I was watching mm. an episode a day, and then I downloaded a few more. Um, and, and the the weird thing is, I, I tended to download stories that I hadn't seen for a long time because it was nice to watch the the opposite to what we were saying mm. about the ones we turn to. The ones I don't turn to, it was nice to see them again because I, I, I wouldn't say I was watching them as if I'd never seen them before, but I certainly couldn't tell you what was happening in the next scene. Um, no. things, things like The Mutants and things like that I've not watched mm. for a long time. And, uh, it's and, nice to be surprised. Yeah, <laughs> and um, also the... I don't know who chose the stories that they made they make available on iTunes because it's not a comprehensive um, collection. Although they seem to be slowly releasing some of the, the Blu-ray box sets almost on, in digital format now. That's mm. but the ones that were released when they first started releasing them in that format are a right mixture. Um, or they have like the best of Colin Baker, and it's got time lash, in it. and but no, no, <laughs> but no revelation of the Daleks. I mean, well, it's probably when you've only got what, eight stories, you know, top tens are difficult. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it, I don't think Twin Dilemma or, or, or Time Lash is anyone's best of, of, of no, Colin Baker, not, no. especially when they would have a few a few out. But maybe that was for rights reasons. Well, I, su- I suppose you sure could I've argue it's in his top twenty stories on telly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But most of the box, most of the box sets only have like of the best tops only have like six. Mm. So, yeah, so. I'd have to check, but I think I've got Ambassadors of Death as an audio book as well, haven't I? As, as an audio, you know, when they had the when they released them with the scenes description, you know, with those kinds of audio books, the soundtrack audios. I think they did do a few Pertwee's in that, and, uh, so I suspect I'm I'm more familiar with it nowadays with the with the uh, with the uh, whoever was the uh, the person who was doing the narration. On I've never asked either of you this. Um, have you done the Everything in Order Doctor Who marathon, starting at a Mercy Child and just working your way through to survival? Well, I haven't because I I I've never seen a, a recon for a start. Right. Uh, I when I used to when I used to buy the, the videotapes, I did do a, an all the way through watch of what what was available on videotape. Mm. But I would, or I, for some reason, I would always start at Robot. I, I've got I've got form with starting at season four or fourth <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> of things. 
I don't know why I do it. I do it with Mash as well. I start at season four, and I and I do it with Doctor Who. I start with Tom Baker's first series, so series twelve, and then go through to the end, and then go back to the beginning and work my way back. It's it's one of those things. I don't know. It's a it's a bit too organised for me. I think if I had a partner <coughs> or a, or a friend who like we arranged like we had a Doctor Who watching night, and and, and we came over to each other's houses and we watched, or, or as I say, we had a partner who wanted to watch it as well, then. Then maybe it would, otherwise, for my own, own taste, it's a bit too organised, <laughs> and uh, don't think I could keep to it. Uh, but but I know a lot of people do. It, I mean, do it. we we did it in starting in uh, November two thousand and three, basically as a lead mm. into the new series. We we sort of worked out that if you did one episode a night, and allowing for a bit of wiggle room. Um, we we'd get towards the end of it as 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 the first Eccleston series started, and we did manage to keep to it. Um, for the missing stuff, we just did the CDs. Oh. It was an int- it was an interesting experiment, and I, yeah, I, 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 if if you ever want to do it, it it does give you a an overview about how things fit into the show. Because um, mm. I always like like sort of spotting when people start this on YouTube, and they very they very rarely get very far. It must be admitted, but I always like pointing out, um, no, Hartnell's not got a sonic screwdriver, you know, and it, it's <laughs> going to be a long time before you get to that because you know people go into old Doctor Who assuming that everything's in place, and it's not. Mm. You know, they, they, so much of it is just made up on the spot. Um, to deal with a crisis, so I feel I, I feel like if I was going to do it, I would do it backwards, like I did with UFO. I'd I'd start with the I'd start with the last semester story and work backwards because I don't think mm. I could get through so much black and white. Mm. You know, no, not on my not by myself anyway. Mm. I, I, I I when I last watched a lot of Hartnell and um, I did it with other Doctor Who fans that I used to know in London, and we'd have a bottle of wine, and so you'd be joking as well with it and but when you're by yourself maybe it's too you have to really be in the right mood and i, I think i need mm. to be a bit drunk to, to watch, uh, <laughs> old, uh, watch william to, to watch 60s doctor who or at least william particularly oh bless him there's nothing wrong i mean i, mm. I i'm happy to have a bottle of wine and, and watch him heart <laughs> i think the thing that sometimes surprises me about many shows though actually is is uh, when you start watching the early episodes again sometimes you know people suddenly look you know 20 years younger and that's quite surprising in itself but it's that sense that everything's in place quite early on Mm. for a lot of shows you know the the, um you don't get that kind of uh evolution sometimes you actually think oh gosh this that was actually there right from day one that 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 part of the format which you thought kind of sort of sort of developed over time no they were doing that in episode one you know the pilot they were, had all these elements in place i mean i'm trying to think of an example yeah. i mean martin you, you've was, obviously done quite a lot of episode one articles for it because that that was your f- first um sort of when you when you sort of um, submitted oh, yes. the first thing I was the first hornet's net I was po- pe- nest I was poking my stick into. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so you did like the first episode of the Young Ones, the first episode of the Black Adder, and yes. it, it, as you say, you know, all those shows do evolve. Um, I mean, Black Adder is a good example, isn't it? That each season is 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 different, and the first season is more different than the rest because um, Black Adder is like almost like the Fall Guy, isn't he? Later on, he becomes oh, yeah, much absolutely. more the hero, and Baldrick becomes much more stupid. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's 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 the big that's the big switch, isn't it? The Baldrick is the clever one in the first series, isn't it? And, and never again. <laughs> Peak Baldrick was was in the med- medieval era. Uh, of course, I was thinking um, uh, Dark Shadows is one of those shows where. Um, fandom or whatever you want to call it act- actively encourages people to start about 200 episodes in <laughs> if they don't mm. want to you know, if, if if they're sort of unsure about what, mm. watching I mean there is, there's quite a lot going on in those in the early episodes there, there are some ghosts and a phoenix um, 
and lots of sort of machinations in the first before mm. Barnabas Collins arrives. Um, I, I, I'm kind of glad that when I first saw it, I saw it from mm. the start before he turned up. Um, but it's like a game changer, you know. That's the thing, mm. that, that for, and that that can actually change a show forever. But it, it, what surprises me sometimes is is this sense that uh, uh, certain certain shows they really, you know. Uh, even for even even some sitcoms, you know how how much of the the elements are in place. You know, it, it does surprise me sometimes because you just don't really think you think you know these writers are a lot cleverer than we give them credit for. Sometimes you know that actually that that was there right from day one. If you if you know where to look for it, you know. I mean, do you think um, attempts to give Doctor Who a Bible are always due to fail? Uh, uh, I'm thinking of the um, Paul McGann proposed series Uh, are you familiar with that document about um, the the regeneration book yeah Yeah, I I am Cardinal Barusa spelt wrong (laughs) and all all that (laughs) stuff yeah I can understand why you'd do it, especially if you were setting up an American series in the writer's room. I can I can understand exactly why you would need to explain to people who haven't grown up with the series, you know, what this is, what that is, and all that kind of thing. Um, what actually still grates with me is, is this feeling, and it seems to become more uh, prevalent, is that people want to fill in all the gaps. Mm. And I quite like the gaps. I quite like the gaps to be vague. You know, I don't need all the answers to to to, to join all these dots. In, in many ways, I'd rather they weren't joined. I'd rather, you know, it was just still mysterious because that gives you the space for your own imagination to put in what you want, you know. And I feel sometimes that the minute you've got a definitive answer to what happened, you know, after Better Be List 3, you know, after the spiders left or whatever, and that becomes canonical, you can't mess with it anymore. You can't you know, you can't go back there, you can't sort of, you know, move around and have any more fluidity, you've got this definitive answer, and sometimes I feel, yeah, you know, why You know, why do you need an answer to what, what that painting was on Carfell, <laughs> talking about time lash, you know, why would you need to know what that adventure was, sometimes it's just more interesting not to have an answer. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't think it bothers me that much, but I think then, you know, I, I also have that background of liking long-running series is like you know sort of soap operas for want of a better mm. name where you don't get all the answers because you never know if that character might be coming back or um and you might not know that when they're you, well that, that's the thing on. isn't it you you actually find out sometimes i mean even in sitcoms they'll mention a brother in the first episode and then not then suddenly that character turns up eight years later mm. and then you watch the pilot and you go oh yeah he did have a, he did have a brother you know, rather than that thing where oh, you know, every, everybody in their family has been bumped off. You know, <laughs> well, that, well, I, I, sorry, I, was say, I think the opposite happens in Dynasty, where where um, Blake and Alexis had two children. Oh no, they had three children. Oh, actually, there was a fourth child. Oh no, we had another one over here. Um, well, maybe they just forgot. You know, it's a busy day. You know. Uh, you know. Put it on a bus to Durham. You know, probably the sorry. lead in the <laughs> the lead on the paint. <laughs> Left it in the pub. You know. Well, I was going to say, um, with, a, with a link to The Invisible Enemy, um, old Mr. Grace does actually get mentioned in the very pilot episode of Are You Being Served? Because c- c- well, there, there's the joke, um, young Mr. Grace comes in and, and he, you know, he's, he's, he's ancient and they say old Mr. Grace doesn't get out much these days. <laughs> and it's only when young Mr. Grace is too old to actually be in the show anymore that you get old Mr. Grace. So they, they, they fall back on on what was a joke like sort of six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and you've also got these ones where, where you've got this ancient character and they sort of go, oh, well, I'll go, go and visit my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's it. That's yeah, You do have Jones's dad in uh, in the first <laughs> first series of, of, of Dad's Army. That's yeah. what I mean, you know, it's... it's and I, there was another one we were watching this week that had the same kind of, the, exactly the same joke. You've got this ancient, ancient character, and then you go, oh, I'll just go and see. <laughs> but there we are. Um, I think we'll leave it there then. As we're we're, we're, okay, we're coming, okay. oh. coming up to two o'clock on my clock. I can see it over there. I didn't even get halfway through my Ah, well, then we can carry <laughs> on. 
That's fine. We know we can. So for the moment, we're saying uh, thank you to Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. And thank you to Martin. Thank you. And we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.